Hi, I'm Fred Burton. Welcome to Stratfor's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm here today with Emily Hawthorne, and Emily is one of our Middle East analysts. Emily, welcome. Thank you, Fred. Iran wants revenge. Yeah, we're in this moment right now where we expect Iranian retaliation against the U.S. airstrike that killed Quds Force Commander Qasem Soleimani last week. The U.S. has said that its airstrike was intended as part of this policy to escalate in order to de-escalate with Iran, but we don't expect the near term to look like de-escalation. We are right now watching for some immediate ramifications, and the main one is how is Iran going to retaliate to this? It seems like our past weekend the world has been a little bit on fire. Now, where would you expect some sort of Iranian retaliation if, in fact, they choose to go down that path? Yeah, I think we should be watching any of the sort of areas in the Middle East in particular, um, but even a bit broader than that, Central Asia, um, South Asia, places where uh, Iran has allied militia forces and where U.S. forces or U.S. military installations are present. But the main place to watch is probably Iraq. That's where we have a number of U.S. forces and we have many Iran-allied militia forces. And violence between them is really what kicked off this latest cycle of escalation between the Iran-allied militias and U.S. forces in Iraq. And I know when we talk about Iran, someone like me who lived through the 80s and the 90s with uh, the horrific embassy bombings and so forth, certainly Hezbollah comes into play. And we saw some very uh, inflammatory comments by uh, Nasrallah over the weekend as well. Yes, we did. And, and that's where you start to see why the U.S.-Iran confrontation is so complicated, Iran has a number of allied militia forces across the region. Hezbollah in Lebanon is probably the strongest, most capable. They are their own actor to some extent, but they are largely equipped and funded, supported uh, by Iran. And so any theater where you have Iran allied forces present close to U.S. forces or U.S. diplomatic presence, uh, that's a place that we should be watching closely. Do you think this means war with Iran? Right now, we are not at a, at a phase where we need to be worried about a big kinetic conflict with Iran on Iranian soil or on U.S. soil. We're not at that phase yet. And so I don't think we need to worry about that. But we should be watching for how a potential cycle of escalation is sparked between Iran allied forces or Iranian forces directly attacking U.S. forces and how the U.S. chooses to respond in return. So right now we're in this phase where we're watching for what does that Iranian retaliation look like and then how does the U.S. respond from there. Both sides, of course, have said that they don't want conflict, but in some senses we're already engaged in a massive confrontation with Iran. The U.S. is primarily using sanctions uh, as the sort of the main tool in their arsenal against Iran and Iran is using various ways to put pressure on the United States to try and draw back some of those sanctions and to try and ease off some of that sanctions heavy pressure. And we certainly have been in this shadow kind of war with Iran for a long period of time. And one of the more troubling aspects when I think through this too, Emily, would be their use of cyber, for mm -hmm. example, to come after us in some capacity. Right. I think that that might be one of the main sort of concerns, if not one of, one of the only real concerns to anyone outside of the immediate sort of Middle East theater would be, you know, how capable is Iran as a cyber actor and, and what could they do with that? Yeah, it's, it's our understanding that they're pretty good when it mm -hmm. comes to that. So uh, that's something that bears watching, certainly. Absolutely. Now, what are you looking for now, Emily? Uh, over the last, you know, 72 hours, it's been a whirlwind of activity. Uh, but as you, as you move into this week, what mm -hmm. are you watching? 
There are, of course, many things that, that we're watching, but there are two things in particular that are, that are really heavily on my mind. One is how and where and, and what does Iran choose to do in retaliation to the U.S. airstrike. Iran has been very clear that they, that they will retaliate in some capacity. So we're watching for an alert of, of some sort of attack on a U.S. installation or U.S. forces, um, in particular in a place like Iraq or perhaps Syria, um, perhaps Afghanistan. Again, any place where you have Iran-allied forces in sort of close proximity to uh, U.S. military forces, I think, would be primary places to watch. More of a second-order implication is what are the political ramifications of this U.S.-Iran confrontation in places like Iraq? Um, over the weekend, there was a parliamentary resolution in Iraq to request that the Iraqi government uh, uh, ask U.S. forces to withdraw. Um, that could very likely lead to U.S. forces withdrawing from Iraq sooner than later. So that's another key thing that we need to watch for that will change the calculus of how the U.S. has influence in the region versus Iran. Let me ask you a question. When you look at those massive crowds at the funeral for General Soleimani, do you think that Iran has to respond in some capacity, meaning when you start thinking about just their comments and uh, the outrage directed towards the United States government as a result of this, do think, they need to? I think there's a degree of, uh, I think there's certainly a compulsion and there's some necessity to respond. It was an action that certainly surprised Iran. Um, they've known that Soleimani was on a target list for years and years and years. Um, but it's, it's quite an escalation of an act from the United States against Iran. Um, and so there's no doubt a uh, significant discussion over, okay, how do we respond without igniting a major war with the United States? Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Fred. For more information, please visit stratford.com slash subscribe. And I'm Fred Burton. And I'm Emily Hawthorne.